Hey, what's up, socialites? Welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast. I'm Joe Dombrowski. I'm Gaspar Randazzo. What you got coming up? I will be at a school. And then when I'm not in school, I'll be at a few other places, but I can't really say all of them right now. But I will on November 4th be at Bananas Comedy Club in New Jersey. So you should come to that. Not you, Joe, because you will be busy on tour yourself. Where will you be, Joseph? Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to where I'll be, is the is your gig this weekend public or private? I'm not we sure. That's why, that's why I said I don't know. Because it might So wait, not- can I just say this? Can we just say this? Can we say if you live in the state of North Carolina, you should watch Gasper's Instagram story this week? Yes. Wait, no, the, the 21st. We're not on the 20. No, no, it's October 21st. So Yeah, so they got to watch week. it this but they watch it now and they can figure it out. Matt, go yeah, lay down. Yeah. Put some pieces together cuz I I'm being in North Carolina. So put, Yeah, put the pieces together, babe. I am going to be this week. This is a crazy week. I cannot wait. One of yeah, the biggest shows of the schedule. tour. Yeah, one of the biggest shows of the tour is this week at the Vic Theater in Chicago. I'm also going to be in Milwaukee this week also. So Milwaukee Thursday, Chicago Friday. Then Rochester uh, next week. After that, Atlanta, then Portland, then Boston. Those are the biggest shows of the tour. I cannot wait to get to the Wilbur in Boston. L.A., keep your eyes peeled. It's not confirmed, but likely is. So check the website if you want to go to L.A. Charlotte. Appleton, Fort Wayne, Louisville. There's more. MrDtimes3.com. Snag your tickets before they're gone. So sorry if you don't get one. But I want you to be there. So go to, go there. Thank you. The end. So LA, that's exciting. It is exciting. It's where... I'm going to put my foot in my mouth because I'm going to talk about this right now. But oh, we so don't, don't, don't talk about it. Don't no, talk okay. about it. You, for you guys that don't know, we record like three or four weeks before the episode actually airs. So I'm, I'll talk about it. I don't know if it's... But by the time this episode comes out, they will know the truth. But <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying to film my comedy special, right? And I told you that I wanted to film it at the school that I first worked at. Yes. Did I tell you the ceiling collapsed? Yes. I think you told me on here. Yeah. So it's okay. like way easier to film it in L.A. because like the film crew is like in L.A. and it's such short notice. So I'm like, okay. yeah, we'll just film it in L.A. And then I tried to find a school. Okay. I don't have connections to schools there, right? It's just like I got a few fans who work in the schools. You can't two do that. Schools, hey, schools. Two, two of them were like, nope. I was like, damn, I don't have time to dick around like this anymore. So we're going to do it somewhere and kind of like make it look auditorium-y. My school's available. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. I'm not coming to your school. I'll get fucking shot, dude. No. No, no. New York City is a wonderful place. Anyway, so anyway, so <laughs> I, like was, it. it's I live here. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. I live right. in New York City. You do. You do. Got a crazy story for you. I, for once, have the crazy story. Yes, I'm excited. I'm ready. You better bring out all the freaking snakes and tigers and all the stuff. Okay. So I'm in Miami this weekend for the Miami shows. All right. And... First of all, Miami is fantastic. It's like a whole different country. When I was there, I'm like, is this the United States? Because I'm pretty sure we're in Cuba. And it's fantastic. Because it's like really down there, right? It's really down there. There's like more Spanish than English being spoken. It's the best. And the people, like everybody at Miami Improv, shout out to Miami Improv, were so friggin' cool to me. Like the club manager, I just like told them that I love Cuban food. 
So for my last show, they brought me a huge spread of just Cuban food. They went out to this little restaurant to get me like the best Cuban food. Yeah, see, that's awesome. Yeah, I was like, this is amazing. You would have been chomping that shit down with me for sure. Sick all week. I know it was great, but so the I finished the show and. I had to go through the audience to get to this green room door because I didn't realize that the door on stage actually worked. So I go through the audience a little bit and I go to the side door in the green room, right? I'm sitting there. I'm talking to one of the other comics. We're just like hanging out. And all of a sudden, the door flies open and a fan runs into the green room and she's got the security guard right behind her, right? And he's like (laughs) chasing her. Right. And she comes in and she's like to the security guard, oh, it's fine. We're friends. And I, first of all, Gaspar, I've never seen this woman in my life. No idea who she is. She goes, she goes to the security. Oh, no, it's no big deal. It's fine. We're friends. And she's like dead serious. Was she drunk? And honestly, I did. I no, I did. I wasn't getting drunk. I was. Uh, let me just tell you. Yeah. So and she got- looks at me and I go, I go, oh, I- I'm so sorry. I go, did we? meet before first of all i'm like how (laughs) how who how did you just like come in here and she goes yeah she goes remember we met on the beach yesterday in south beach and you were talking to me about south beach and we met at the gloria esteban place and blah 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 blah. and then the comic that i'm with was like mangoes did you meet at mangoes and she goes yes mangoes thank you she goes we met at mangoes we were talking about south beach in the 90s and gianni versace and all and i was like i'm so sorry gasper all of it's a lie none of it's real (laughs) and she's telling the security guard she's like oh it's okay we met on the beach i told him i was gonna come to the show i'm here and she's talking to me like we're like we're friends and i'm like so something flipped in my head right and i was like First of all, starting to get a little scared because you could see crazy in this woman's eyes. Okay. It sounds, yeah. So I was like, I could flip my shit right now and say, get like, just get out of here. Like, you're not welcome here. I could turn to the security guard and I could be like, like, no, like, get her out. Like, she's not, this is a lie. Like, you know, I could do that. And then what if she has like a bad recollection of me and has a vendetta about me and like tries to kill me or something? I don't know. Well, you never know. You You never know. I know Selena wasn't planning on getting killed. So then something came over me. And in the moment, I remembered this video of Celine Dion when a fan rushed the stage and like hugged her. And she handled it with like such grace and poise. She was like, it's okay. Do you want a hug? She's like, okay, what's your name? But what she's talking to her, she's like, okay, let's go. And I was like, handle it like that. So I handled it just like that. I was like, thank you for coming. And she starts going, I'm so sorry to make you uncomfortable. I'm so sorry to make you uncomfortable. I go, it's okay. I'm not uncomfortable. And she's like, sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, Can we take a picture? I'm like, yeah. And we take a picture. I'm like, okay, so sorry. I have a great day. She's like, all right. Okay. Bye. And they leave. And I hit the security guard. I'm like, no, no, no. Gasper, Gasper. The security guard comes back. The club manager flies into the room. She's pissed as hell, right? This woman came to the show by herself, was just a deranged woman. She said to the security guard, I lost my glasses. I legally cannot drive without my glasses because I can't see. Can you go check the lost and found? And he was like, Um. yes. So when he left, 
she stormed in the green room and he saw her. And then that's why he was like right on her tail. So she was like manipulative and sneaky to so, do that. Okay. So she's crazy. So Scared yes, the so. shit out of me. So was she like number one fan type? Like, Never talked to her, never met her, didn't recognize her. But, I don't know. But I'm know. saying like, is this like Beyonce obsession? Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know what it was. All I know is that. So this is what I have to ask. Do you, you. think she's listening to the podcast right now and mm. now the vendetta is on? I mean, maybe. But she should she, know. But she, it, Yeah, like it wasn't that wasn't okay. I was freaked out. And like, don't do that. And to the fans, like, don't do that shit. Like when they found my house and we bought the house, like treat me like we don't know each other. But when we're at the show, like if I did a meet and greet or if I walked past you, say hello. You know how I am with my fans. Like I love my fans. I'm nothing. Yeah. Without, you're you're nothing without a fan base, and I'm so grateful for that. Right? I feel yeah. like I give them a lot of my time, but this crossed the line, and it freaked me out, dude. Well, because it's one thing to be like see you on the street and be like, hey, can I take a picture? And then there's you know storming in, lying to a security guard, making a security guard go so that you could sneak in, because then it makes you wonder like, what else is this woman willing right. or planning to do? Right. You know. Right. So like, here's my question to you that I've been waiting to bring this to the podcast, okay? Can't wait. So you and I have had conversations before about tipping out the staff, right? Mm -hmm. Like I am a strong believer that you as the comic cannot do the show unless those people who are the hardworking people of the club are taking care of you. So if someone's- And you are a very big tipper. I, because I couldn't do it without those people. So if they- if you're selling my merch, I'm going to tip you out. If you're helping me with my sound, I'm tipping you out. If you're serving me drinks in the green room, I'm tipping you out. Like, I will never be known as the guy who took advantage of these people because they work so freaking hard and they are the reason I'm able to perform there. So, security guard, right? Great guy, great weekend. The first night, I left my merch at the hotel. And I was going to go sell, like, I was, I just told the club manager, I go, ah, we're, we won't sell merch tonight. It's no big deal. She's like, no, no, no. Let me get someone. She had the security guard drive back to my hotel to get them to unlock my room, to get my bag, to get the merch back so that we could sell merch at the so first show. This is like show. a super accommodating club. That's awesome. Right. So that security guard who went out of the way to do that, to get my merch is the same security guard who let that woman get into the room? Question to you. Do you tip him out? Of course. Because why? Because he didn't let her get in. She tricked, she, you know, she, she did something shady. Like she used a, hey, I can't see, I'm legally, like, you know, that's like a real thing because if God forbid he doesn't go look for her glasses, they'll turn around and sue the club and say, oh, they didn't help me and I crashed my car. And then the guy loses his job. So okay. I don't blame him for that. And then he was running to get her out of the right. club. It's not like he was like, ah, fuck it. Good luck, Joe. You know what I mean? So I didn't. Why? Because you felt like I, he... Dude, I went back and forth and I went back and forth and back and forth. And I was like, shit, do I do it? Do I not? Like, I don't know. And I didn't do it because... I thought that that was a really big mess up. Like I thought like, you know, like, and I was so cool with him and I was like, dude, it's okay. And I did everything to make sure that he felt like it was no big deal. And I still don't judge him or blame him too. But like that 
could have been really bad. Of course. Yeah. Right. I, I see both sides of it. I, I mean, yeah. listen, I see both. I, I do because like my father was a bodyguard for after he was a cop, he was a bodyguard and like people, you know, he bodyguarded P Diddy. He bodyguarded a lot of like bigger people and people do run up. And yeah. like as security, your job is, I am making sure that you are safe. There's no distractions. There's no right. anything. Like my dad's like shove people to the ground to say like, get the hell away from him. You know right. what I mean? So I, I see why you would feel slighted by it. You know? The other thing I was thinking too is everything's a learning experience, right? Like I feel like everything's a learning experience and I just want that security guard to be like, wow, like this guy is like a really good tipper and like, I didn't get it. Like I gotta be more on my shit because like that is just the truth. Like you, you did nothing wrong. Like you could only have done better if this shit happens to you. And it's obviously going to happen to you somewhere along your job of being a security guard. But yeah. like, to me, I was just like, as a comic, you are the product. And like, we almost, we almost sacrificed the product. So I was like, not, not today, brother. You know, I don't know. And I still am like, did I do the right thing? Did I do the right thing? So are you having a guilty conscience about it? I'm not having a guilty conscience. I th Can we ask the fans? Sure. I want to know what the fans would do. Let us hear you guys. Listen, if you're listening to us right now, you're listening on a podcast forum, right? But you can also watch us on YouTube. Go If you're listening right now, go to YouTube. Or if you're watching on YouTube, write in the comments and tell us what you would do. And by the way, I'm not looking for you to sit here and read me the riot act and tell me why I was wrong to not to. I'm just asking what you would do. Do you anticipate a lot of people reading you the riot act? I don't no. know. Sometimes <laughs> well, I do shit and people so, are like, ah, ah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Do, okay. You go to a restaurant and the waitress, it, the waitress brings out the wrong food. Do you tip the waitress? I'm not, yeah, because I'm not going to die because she brought out the wrong food. And in that moment, I could say, hey, I'm sorry, like, this wasn't my order. Can you, like, fix this? And then, like, they have a moment to, like, redeem themselves, you know? All right, yeah, I guess that's not a life or death. Unless they serve you raw prosciutto. Because one time I went, I got but a panini. supposed to be raw. No, I'm talking, like, raw, like, Like, it wasn't raw. cured? <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it, it came out of, like, it was dead. Wait, it and was, like, rotten? Rotten. That's the better word. Oh, I yeah. bit into it and I was like gagging and I called the lady over. Gagging. And, and, <laughs> gagging. And, <laughs> and she came over and she's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I'll just take it off the bill. And like, I thought I went out for dinner with my, for lunch with my mom. And I'm like, I'm shocked that like, they're not just comping the whole bill. Like yeah, the whole bill yeah. was $24. Botulism, bitch. Yeah, and she's like, I'll take it off the bill. Do you want me to bring you something else? And you know me, I'm never one to skip a meal. And I was like, the thought of eating anything right now from this restaurant is making me nauseous. And she's like, she's like, oh, all right, like, sorry. And then they brought the bill over and I thought everything was going to be comped. And like, they charged me for my mom's meal. They took my meal off. And I was like, huh. But then I was like, you know what? I, I can't be mad at her. It's not her fault. She didn't make the food you know what i mean it's the cook's fault but i told her i go you gotta tell these cooks like before you fucking slather prosciutto on look at it and if it fucking smells like it was made two years ago don't put it on a sandwich and then she's like oh it turned out it was a batch of of rotted prosciutto and i was like 
But then why did you serve it? Like, did no one touch it? It was slimy. Ugh. And I ate it. And I, and I, not only did I take a bite, I said to my mom, I go, maybe I just, my, maybe my taste off. I'll just take another bite. And then I ate another bite and I was like, like dying in the chair. Yeah. So, Dude, that shit makes my stomach flip. Like I felt bad because she was mortified, the waitress. But I just figured like the restaurant would do something better. And they were just like, here's your $8 panini off. (laughs) Oh, God. Pay the $12 for the fettuccine Alfredo now. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Do you get do you get like squeamish? Like what makes you gag? Smells. Certain smells. (laughs) Oh, no way. Yeah. Certain smells. Like if like uh, what? Just like smells in general, like like garbagey smells. <laughs> like I don't know. What is the smell? Garbagey, like throw oh, up. Oh, oh, I, like oh, this is making me so Yeah, like I don't know. Like like a kid threw up in the hallway yesterday. Oh, that, and like, that it was, hot throw up it was, smell is the worst. Yeah, I don't want to turn everybody off right now, but it was like that mixed with like the comet that they just pour on the floor to make the smell go away. And it like caught my nose and I was like twitching. <laughs> You know, also one, no, I can't tell you guys this story. It's about my childhood. With, oh with God, a, with, save it. Yeah, I can't. It's just, it's a, we, it's a, it's a Peter nightmare. Will you tell me after this? Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll write it down. Wait, wait, wait. Is it a story about that one room that you went to when you were babysitting for that one? And then it had a mortality. No, not the bedroom. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't we talk about that on here? Yeah, I thought you were going to tell me the bird room smelled like shit. No, the bird room actually had a fresh scent. That is very surprising. <laughs> okay, now, things right. that make my stomach flip, first of all, I cannot... If if anybody cuts themselves or... Oh, I'm getting like... I what, can't blood? Even, not blood, but like, ugh, like wounds... Like like open wounds or like watching surgeries, Gasper. Oh yeah, I'm that's getting gross. queasy right well, now. Well, like when like, people are like, all right, wait, I got a funny story for you. It's not funny. When I was young, I broke my wrist. Right, I was on the train. Was it just hanging there? Wait, wait, I was on the train coming home, right from college or something, and I ran into a friend that I hadn't seen in like a year, and he's like, "Yo, dude, we play football in the park. Do you want to come?" I, I you know I used to be an athlete. I mean, I still like to believe I'm an athlete, but. I feel like my day has passed and I'm no longer going to make it to the professionals being 33, five foot six, 148 pounds. So I go to the field with them and they're like, Hey, all right, can you play linebacker? I don't know if you know what linebacker is, is it's like, you got to be like big, you know, to play it. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Cause I could tackle. Cause even though I'm small, I could hit. And the first play of the game, I run and this giant kid offensive lineman picks me up and just chucks me. And I land on my wrist and my wrist just pops out the bone. So I go like this. I get in the huddle and I go, guys, I don't want to stop playing, but my wrist looks really fucked up. So they were like, yeah, like you shouldn't play. I go, no, no, no. I think I can play. I took my hand and I pulled it and I tried to break it back into place and it shattered the bone into my wrist. So I go, oh shit. So I tell these guys, I'm like, yo, I can't play. You would have thought these guys were in the NFL. They're like, sorry, man, we can't drive you to the hospital. Like game, game time. I didn't know any of them. So I couldn't even be mad. I had my car parked because I you had to drive to the train because you couldn't drive to the city. So like you drive to the train. So I get in my car and I'm driving myself to the hospital. And as I'm hitting every bump, my wrist is going from the front of my 
wrist, like I'm tickling my front and then it's flipping over and I'm tickling the back of my wrist and I'm like, shit, I'm going to die. And like, it was real loose. So I call my mom and I'm explaining this to her on the phone. She's like, I'm coming to the hospital. I get to the hospital. They're like, sorry, we can't do anything. The cosmic surge, the cosmetic surgeons, not here, blah, blah, blah. They give me Tylenol. I'm like, oh, thanks. So I'm just sitting there with my wrist in a cast with Tylenol. I go home. They don't even fix it. I go home because I had to go see an, a wrist surgeon. So the guy's like, all right, I could heal you up. It was a Friday. He goes, I could heal you to be like Captain America or Captain Universe. So I was like, well, I would like to be the better one. I don't know which one you're. So he's like, well, if we just break it back into place and put it in a cast, we could do that now. Or we have to give you a full surgery on, it was Friday. He goes, I can't do it till Monday. A full surgery, put screws in my wrist, all that shit. So I go, all right, just break it back into place. I'm fine. Just put a, a hard cast around it. I They couldn't do it in the hospital. So he gives me two oxycodone Tylenols. Mind you, I, I don't drink or do drugs ever in my life. So my tolerance is zero. It's literally zero. If I take a sip of wine, I'm drunk. Literally one sip. If you're drinking wine and we're talking close, I get drunk, okay? I take the co- <laughs> to- the codeine shit. I, I'm waiting for it to kick in. Nothing happens. They break my wrist back into place. I'm fully conscious. They're breaking it. They're pulling it. They're pushing it. They wrap it up. I'm like, fuck. It was the worst pain of my life. I had to put my feet against the wall while the doctor held my hand and I had to push myself and the nurse or the nurse held my hand and then the doctor pushed I get in the car. I'm now all of a sudden the oxy kicks in when I'm in the car. My dad's like, we're stopping to eat. I'm starving. Oh God. We we go to a restaurant. I'm like high off my face. I'm scratching my nose. My nose is bleeding. I take a bite of a chicken freaking gyro and I go, this is so good. I go, I bang on the table. I go, another one for the whole restaurant. My dad's like, what the fuck are you saying? He was like fuming at me. I was like, oh, officer, leave me alone. My mom's like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? We went home, they threw all the pills in the garbage. My, my mom dumped all the pills in the toilet bowl. She's like, you're never taking these again. Because I was so fucked up. I thought my tongue, I, I thought my tongue fell out of my mouth. At one point I was like, ma, ma, I can't talk. How old are you at this point? I was in college, 19, 18. No, it was the week before the first day of college. Yeah, because it was orientation that was coming off. But then it was great because then I went to college with a cast on and I was like, hey, I can't write. Can you help me? (laughs) Can you help me? And I was just asking any, you know, person around. Uh, that literally made my stomach flip though when it was going back and you were tickling your front, tickling your back. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, imagine how it made me feel. It that, still oh, hurts oh, to oh, this oh, day. Oh, oh. And listen, watch right into the mic. I'm going to do it. Watch. No, Gasper. <gasps> That's my uh, wrist. I think never, we just lost so many followers. <laughs> it never fully healed. So I got to wow. get a new one. Wow. Wow. That was, that was All right, so, a lot to take in. Something made me squeamish today that I did not think would today I learned that there was an episode of fear factor that never made it to TV because it was too gross. And it was like, version. no, they said, they said that it was like immoral because of what they were making. The people do was like torture pretty much. And it made it, they had, they canceled the episode and they, so just so you know, when I tell you this, the episode was filmed, people did do this. Okay. 
Well, tell me more now, because now I need to know what was immoral. They like all pee on they each other. Made them drink donkey piss and donkey semen. Ew. That just, I like pictured someone putting like a bucket. I actually of just got nauseous. Oh, me too. I know. <laughs> like, could you, like, you're like, you're just like guzzling this bucket of like, it's probably so thick, thick ass. Too. I, because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd imagine probably, donkeys have to be potent. I would imagine it's got to be, it's got to <laughs> Oh God, that's terrible. Moving on. Well, yeah. Before everybody just hates us now, they already do. Well, we have some emails from the fans. The main reason we came to you guys today is we were going to talk about talk to you guys about some of the emails you sent us. And also, guys, we just wanted to bring up a quick reminder. A few weeks ago, you guys all posted on your Instagram, Facebook, TikToks, on everything, and it has been like overwhelmingly awesome. How many of you listen and like? actually listen to the stupidity that comes out of our mouths because joe and i's mothers still can't figure out what this show is about because <laughs> my mom's like i don't really get it what are you guys doing <laughs> what is your purpose <laughs> we're so, just living <laughs> so when you guys like tell us that you like hearing like about like you know bernice pythons <laughs> and stuff <laughs> we appreciate that very much so please continue to do that because that's awesome for us should we, we like do another to know. giveaway we love to know that you guys are listening. Should we do another giveaway? Sure. I'm okay. always down for a giveaway. We'll do another giveaway. I got more stuff to give away. It's a mystery box because this is four weeks away. If you want to <laughs> win the mystery, we will mail it to you like we did the last girl who won. Listen, if you want the mystery box, take a screenshot of yourself listening to the podcast. Take a screenshot of you listen watching on YouTube. And tag both of us and tell us what part you found funny. And that's <laughs> it. And we'll pick the funniest one. And then that's it. And the one that won last time was just funny, as you guys will see. Because we'll post. We po well, you guys would have saw. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, Oh, should we do a commercial? Yeah, Can let's cut to a commercial. And we're back. You guys can always email us. Email us at thesocialstudiespodcast at gmail.com. That's the social studies podcast at gmail.com. We got some good ones from the fans. Guess yeah, so we wanted ready? to make this a very fan centric episode because as a kind of like a thank you, because you guys, without you guys listening to us and sending this stuff in, we really don't have a show. So thank you guys. This one ties right into what we're talking about. First of all, the opening line to this is like, yes, we're doing it right. Hey guys. I love the podcast. I love you guys. You're hysterical. I am not a teacher. Oh, perfect. We like when there's not teachers because we're not trying to just be teachers. Actually, we don't talk about school at all. Our we number just... one thing, you guys, is we're, we're two guys who happen to be teachers. And we talk about teaching because we talk about our lives. But we're not sitting here trying to be sing-songy fucking Mary Poppins bitches who do fucking class Mondays, trans. am I right? Gasper, what's your favorite type of Ticonderoga? And do you just hate when your boss says any more questions? Like, we're not. Yeah, that. like, we don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> like we and we're not doing classroom transformation and we live that life so like to talk about it's not really fun 
Here we go. Hey, you guys love the podcast. You're hysterical. I'm not a teacher. I'm an emergency room nurse in New Jersey. Oh, this but sounds just perfect for her. I know, right? Come to the show in Jersey. Come to November the show. November 4th. Be there. But I feel like we have a lot of the same crazy types of stories. I hope you enjoy this one. One time, we had patients bring in their child who was in kindergarten or first grade at the time. I don't recall because he had stuck a bean up his nose while they were doing some sort of craft at home. The doctor looked up there and checked the kid out really well and could not see anything. The kid said that he thought maybe it came out. So they were discharging him from the hospital thinking that the bean came out over the course. Oh, shit. Over the course of the next six months, the kid had frequent sinus infections. His parents said that they were consistently taking him to pediatricians offices because he had so much congestion and discharge coming from his nose. After six months of constant antibiotics, his parents brought him back to the emergency room because they noticed something hanging out of his nose and thought that he might have put something else up there. Turns out, oh my God, Gasper. Turns out it was the bean that was still up there and it had begun to sprout roots. <laughs> it was That's not, not funny. It's horrible. It but. was not a booger. It was a straight up bean sprout. The boy ended up having to have surgery to have his sinus cavities cleaned out. So he got a strong, hefty ass dose of antibiotics. Now that I am a mother, I am so strict with my kids about not putting things where they don't belong. Anywho, I wish you both the most success and happiness. Well, first off, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. Before we dive into it, we, we, you know, it's so funny. Before we even talk about this, Joe and I were talking about right before the show, someone messaged me today and, and said, oh, my husband heard me laughing, listening to the podcast. He's not a teacher. And he wanted to know what I was listening to. He ended up listening. He loves it. He's going to come see you guys and all this stuff. And it's just cool to know that like, this is not for teachers only. So please tell your friends that aren't teachers like, hey, <laughs> yeah, like sure. they're not talking about education. Right. We don't really know much about it. And when we do, um, <laughs> when we do, it's in a relatable way. Yeah. So, all right. So let's dive into this. First off, I didn't even know that a bean can sprout in a, in a non- Without water, right? No, he's in probably got the fluids of the nostril. He probably did. <laughs> but I'm thinking, but don't, don't you need sunlight? Maybe no, the kid it doesn't had... need sunlight. It doesn't need sunlight. Oh yeah, because beans grow underground. Well, all plants start growing underground. Oh, duh. Yeah, I forget. I'm... <laughs> It's very Bernie, late my time. Bernie's Python. <laughs> All right. So whenever um, Gasper has like a lapse in thought, I'm just going to say Bernie's Python. It's, it's, it's also always midnight for me. Yeah, for real. Okay. Um, the fact to, I, I know I've had kids stuck so much shit. I think I told you I had uh, like a kid stuck some beads up his nose when I was doing a bead activity when I was teaching kindergarten. So I said to the whole class, I'm like, we're going to have a talk. Where do you not put beads? beads where do they not go and one kid was like in your nose another kid was like in your mouth another kid was like in your ear and then one girl goes in your china it's <laughs> like yeah no bead china yeah i i try to stay away from activities with beans because i teach high school but one time this i think i might have told you this, i was getting observed and i every year i bring a can of beans i always have a can of beans in my bag like goya beans because like when kids come oh, in late yeah 
when kids come in late, I say, oh, where are you being? And I hold the can up and they hate it. And then I have a can of corn and then I take that out. I'm like, sorry, that was corny. And uh, they laugh kind of. But uh, so one day I had dry beans. I was doing a project, a budgeting project. Everybody got beans. They were dry to make use as money. And the principal, the assistant, everybody walked in and I was like, oh shit, but it was a good activity. So I was like, all right, cool. But I had my can of beans. So I tell the kids, I go, guys, everybody, I'm going to give you all beans and you're going to use it to put like, you know, $5 in living, $5 in furniture, $5 in clothes, whatever. The beans were money. So the assistant principals are all listening. They're like, oh, this is a good activity. So I go, all right, everybody hold your hands out. I took the can of beans out of my bag and I cracked it open. I go, hold your hands out. It was just wet beans. And the kids were like, what the fuck? The principals, they would die and laugh. And I go, if you don't want to put in your hands, take off your hat and I could dump them in your hat. They were like, yo, I ain't putting wet beans on, <laughs> on my stuff. And I was like, yo, the activity is the activity. Like you got to participate. And the principal, they would die and laugh. And, and then I took out the dry beans. But anyway, that's irrelevant. That is so um, funny. That's some shit I would do for sure. But uh, so my daughter had a real bad oh, cough no. a few days, a few weeks ago over the summer. And we took her to the doctors and they were like, oh, we have to do a chest X-ray. So it's like similar to what she said. That's how I know about this. So I was like, why a chest X-ray? Because she was just coughing and whatever. And they were like, she could have swallowed something that's blocking her airway. Oh, that no. causes restrictive airway. So I said, well, I, she didn't swallow anything. Like I didn't, not that I saw. They were like, no, she could have swallowed it months ago. And it could just be sitting in their airway and just oh. causing a cough. And I was like, shit, that's crazy. Like I never thought of that, but- I am crazy. And you'll see when you have kids of your own, like if anything goes near my daughter or my son's, what is that? Five, oh no. It's like, I like sprint across the table and slap it out of their hands to show them that like, you don't do that. Cause kids love just putting shit in their mouth for no reason. Oh yeah. My friend's son, first of all, like you blow my mind. And so does my friend back at home. She has four kids. Yeah. Like that to me is impossible. You have two kids. I, yeah, but that's double the amount of kids I have. That's insane. Anyway, so her I can't son even imagine the, bedtime. Bedtime takes an hour with two. Yeah, so all of her kids hours. are like second grade and younger too. Yeah, it sucks. Bath time. You know how long it is? I'm in the bath. I got one in the bath, one in the shower. They're both jumping in the shower. Toys are everywhere. Soap is everywhere. Is it just Towels are madness? Everywhere. Crazy. But I love it. I blast music so I can't hear them. I know. I fucking, I can't, I can't wait to be a dad. I cannot wait. But her son on the first day of school swallowed a quarter and they had to do like the special x-ray on him to watch it to make sure that it didn't flip because if it flipped, they needed to do a mere emergency surgery, but it made it down to the point where he could just pass it and he just shit it out. Yeah, he just shit it out. But so that's like, that asked, is being a parent at the fullest, waiting for your child to shit. So you could look through the shit to see a quarter in there yeah. so you could finally sleep at night. Yeah. So he, <laughs> so he, she asked him like, why did you do it? And he goes, well, it was dirty and I just wanted to clean it. So I put it in my mouth. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> but you know what? It's not crazy. Like if you have kids, like once like my, <laughs> we're at the baseball game and we're at oh, the bleachers. No. And my son just drops down to the bleacher with his tongue like a fucking lizard and just straight dragged it across a bleacher at a baseball game. And I'm like, Casper, what are you doing? And he's like, I don't know. Like no logic to it. He just, I don't know. And I'm like, don't lick bleachers. 
And then like other parents are laughing because everybody's been there, you know? I yeah, cannot, kids are just yeah. fucking gross. They just do weird shit. My son just sometimes just licks his whole hand from like, oh yeah, the like wrist do that. To, 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 to fingers. It's like, what'd you do that for? He's like, I don't know. Just felt like licking my hand. Daddy, I can't dude. wait. When I'm a dad, like, just so everybody knows where I'm at, my career is great. Where I'm at when I'm at, where my career is going to be at when I'm a dad is going to be insane. I'm going to talk about all this crazy shit that they do, like, avid. Yeah, because it's just nuts. It's, it's crazy. And unless, like, not to say you can't relate if you don't have your own kids, because you can still understand, yeah, especially can if you're I a teacher. A <laughs> Same shit. <laughs> your dog probably licks stuff. You know, today I was teaching about why, like, the first people, the Paleolithic people, oh, whatever, I the cavemen. Doing that, yeah. And I was talking about to the kids how, like, they used to be able to eat raw meat and how, like, we can't because our stomachs can't handle raw meat because we don't have the acid. But then a kid, like, surprised me. They were like, well, how come animals can eat raw meat? Because aren't they mammals like us? And I was like, huh, I'm going to look into this. And then I learned that we animals can... can we can no, we eat can raw eat meat. raw meat, but if you eat raw meat, there's bacteria in it, and our stomach acids aren't strong enough to kill off the bacteria. That's what. Uh -huh. could, that's why it could kill you. Animals have stronger acids in their stomachs, oh. and the acid can, the acid burns out the bacteria. That's why they eat raw meat, and also they usually eat it fresh, so it's not as dangerous. True, 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 true. So, true. but but it was like I was like, huh? And the kids were like, how come? Back then they could eat raw meat. I said, because if we started from birth, just eating a little raw meat every day, our bodies would be so built up with raw meat, bacteria, immunities. I don't know if yeah. that's what it's called. But we're not. But, this is like science. Yeah. No, the kids were like blown away. I was blown away. I was like sitting at the computer Googling away. I would you know? have too. I am a big believer. Like if I don't know something, I'm like, stop the class. Let's Google it. Let's watch a YouTube video. I love Who cares? that. That's like, good why that not? Do that. Show them we don't know. Yeah, well, I tell them, I go, guys, I speak English, right? They go, yeah. I go, do I know every word in the English language? And they're like, no. I'm like, so I don't know every fact about history just because I'm right. a teacher. And like that usually puts it into perspective for them. They're like, oh, that That's makes sense. That's a good sense. way to put it. That's a good so, way to put it. Speaking of raw meat, you want to read another email? <laughs> sure. I know you guys have been asking for a short story. So here's a good one. And it's a quickie. There's love one a good quickie. We love a good quickie. There was one student who came into kindergarten with clearly a lot of trauma. She often destroys the classroom, elopes from class, refuses to participate, etc. One day, the teacher was walking her walking her class to lunch, and this student decided to help make sure that her classmates stayed quiet in line. She got out of line and screamed to the entire class, if you're happy and you know it, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I've never heard that's that like version a, of this song, but I do like it. All the best. <laughs> that's like a dream teacher song. Oh my God, right? I wish we could sing it. I, I love the kids in class. Those are like always my favorite. The one that just stand up for you. Like, I guess it's a little different in high school and middle school that just like out of the blue stand up for you. And they're like, guys, shut the fuck up. Mr. Adazzo's trying to teach. And you're like, yeah. Cause like if they say it, like come means more than when you're like, guys, I'll wait. You know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I have I'm trying a, to find I, another one. No, no. So I have a good, I have a good thing for this. So I, right, one time you'll appreciate this. One time I had this kid, right? He got shot. So he comes to school after getting shot. 
What you do is amazing. Wait, wait. So he comes to school, right? And he was tough. We'll just leave it at that, right? Like I wouldn't mess with him. And he's got, he's, you know, he's, he's tough, whatever. So one day this kid's freaking bullshit and yelling, yelling, screaming, screaming. And the kid goes, yo, fucking stop. Let Mr. Randado do his job. Now I'm like, that's not my name, but I'm not going to stop him. And I was like, yo, thanks, man. Respect. Like Randado out. Right. But he didn't know my name, but like, he was like, yo, let Randado do his job. And like, everyone was afraid of him because he got shot and came to school the next day. So I was like, after that day, like nobody talked in my class. It was great. And I was like, and and they all called me Randado. So, but yeah. So I, the stories that I wish you could tell the story of what happened to you this week. Don't, but <laughs> it's a good one. I I had a student one time. He had like trauma and shit too. And he was mad and the special ed teacher was like blocking the door. He wasn't special ed, but the special ed teacher was just a huge guy. So he helped us with stuff like this a lot. He was blocking the door and the kid goes, get out of my way. And he goes, what's the magic word? And he goes, <laughs> no, I messed this up already. He goes, get out of my... <laughs> I just fucked it up so bad. The kid said to the teacher, he goes, get out of my fucking way. And he goes, what's the magic word? And he goes, get out of my fucking way, please. Get out of my way, please, bitch. Hey, Mr. D, longtime fan, but I'm also here for Gasper. I saw you guys in Philly and it was so great. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks. Before I begin, it's important to know that my husband works in the maintenance department for the district in which I teach. We both have been here for over 14 years now, and yes, married the whole time. Wow, good for you. Okay, let's get into this. I work a, at a wonderful school with very lovely coworkers. Our school is very small, so everyone knows everyone pretty well. But there was one, there's always one. You know the one. The one who just makes everything more difficult than it has to be. The one who's always complaining about this or that. The one who asks questions at the end of a staff meeting. Six years ago, while I was pregnant with my first child, my husband was served papers that he was being sued by this coworker of mine because of something in the building she felt was affecting her health negatively. I can't go into detail more than that, but just to recap, my coworker was suing my husband for a district non-issue. The funny, I, don't even, I didn't even know you could do that. I think this woman's just off her rocker crazy. The funny thing is, though, that when the papers arrived, my husband had been misnamed by the person <laughs> I have worked with for 13 years. She was suing Mark Smith instead of John Smith. This lawsuit really took an emotional toll on my family, even though my husband wasn't even close to being in the wrong. It was just an overall stressful situation. All the time, I continued to work with this person. Not only did we never speak about the lawsuit, but she continued to pop into my room to say hello and acted as if none of this was ever going on. Fast forward to 20 weeks into my pregnancy when we found out that our child is a boy. The day I announced this happy news to the staff, she saunters up to me and asks me directly if I'm going to name the baby Mark. I looked her dead in the eyes and said, why would you say Mark? 
She looked confused and said, you know, after your husband. And I said, well, my husband's name is John and just maintained eye contact to watch the realization of her mistake watch wash over her face as I turned and walked away. From that day on, she did not speak to me one word at all, but I made sure to pop in and say hello the, the, days, <laughs> say hello the day that she lost that case. Thanks for all you do. I love the content on everything that you put on your platform. Thank you for keeping it real and supporting teachers the way that you guys do. Well, thank you, first off. So she didn't know she was suing her husband. No, see, I interpreted... See, I, I, I'm taking... I, so I'm taking it. I'm actually confused by it. So I think she... So I think that she was suing her husband, but always thought that his name was Mark. But then when the woman corrected her and said, no, my husband's name is John, the woman realized I put the wrong name on the lawsuit. So See, I'm going to lose. I look at it the other way. I look at it as all this time she was like, I'm suing this guy. And then when she realized, holy shit, your husband is John Smith, not Mark Smith. Fuck. Like maybe she thought there was two John, you know, there was a John Smith and a Mark Smith. I'm suing Mark Smith but your husband's John Smith. So we're good. Cause like, if I'm suing Morgan, I'm not going to just be like, Hey Joe, what's up? Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that might be just an innocent mistake. You're going to have to email us and clear this up. You're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. And also the fact that she said like, hi. Yeah. Like you're going out of your way to say hi, unless you're just taunting the person and you're like, I'm going to also, you can't sue a custodian for a school problem at all. That's a district thing. Right. And then the district has to reprimand the worker. It's a, yeah, it would be a school thing. You sue the schools and then they're like, hey, John, you didn't properly clean out the bulletin board from mold. You didn't properly really clean know out the <laughs> staff refrigerator for everything. Well, we know what they really do, though, is they just paint over the mold. <laughs> Let's be real. Just yes, give it a new do. coat of white paint. Do you ever have some nasty coworkers, though, who are just like insufferable? Uh, you know what? So my like from your I, past. No, no, <laughs> not but I, your current job from no, your no, past. but I, I work with this three hundred twenty-five staff members in my school. Jesus, yeah. So like, even if I hated somebody, which listen, this is human nature. People don't always get along. I mean, I like most people, but I'm sure there are people who don't like me. I don't like some people, whatever. But you don't really see or interact with each other because it's such a big school. Like yeah. my department alone. My social studies department has 41 teachers in it. Whoa. That's more than a full school, you know? Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that is more than a full school. That's crazy. Yeah. So like for me, it's not really- You know everybody like, in your department? Oh yeah. I know everybody in the whole school. Of course I, you do. I Joe knows from being on the road with me. I Jasper is like famous in his life <laughs> and in his life. It's crazy. No, no, but like I, I just I talk to people wherever. So like I make friends wherever I go. You know, it's like you know. So I, I work with these people. I'm with them more than I'm with my own family. I'm with them forty hours a week. Yeah, so that's like, crazy. I talk to everybody that I see. You have to. So yeah, like that's like the big joke at my school. Like someone new starts working, they're like. Oh, anyone know like where they came from? What are, and they're like, oh, fine, Randazzo has their whole biography. For and sure. Then, like, I'm like, oh yeah, I met them in the, you know. Also, if you, you know, I just my theory is the world is small. Wait, I forgot what it was. It's not my theory. <laughs> it's like the world is small when you're worldly. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's 
I think you need to go to bed. It's a small world after all. After <laughs> all. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to the Social Studies Podcast. Again, talk to us in the comments on YouTube. We want to hear from you. And I want to know if you would have tipped that guy. Two, we got the giveaway going on right now. So make sure you snap a picture of yourself listening to it. You know, the little logo. Or if you're watching on YouTube, take a picture of that. Put it literally anywhere. Your story, your feed, your Twitter, your OnlyFans, we don't care. If it's your OnlyFans, we might care. But well, just let us know. Yeah, just let us know and give us like a one month free subscription to split. <laughs> But it's one account. <laughs> we can't both be on at the same time. The Social Studies Podcast at OnlyFans.com. Also, let us know if she realized it was your husband or if she just realized the name was wrong. Yeah, I want her, I want her to write Now us. I'm invested. We need some of that. And also, also, write us more emails so we have more stuff that we can go through. We love going through your emails. We love hearing from you, who you are. We... And it's just fantastic. The Social Studies Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Social Studies Podcast at gmail.com. And then go to Mr. D times three.com and get tickets to my show. Anyway. All right, guys. <laughs> thank you all for listening and enjoy the rest of your day or the end of your day or the middle of your day. Whatever part of the day you're listening to this, you should enjoy it. Halloween's coming up. Get ready for the spooky episode. Love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.